Robbie, and I'm here with RJ. RJ, are you there? Let me just give him a call. Hello? Hi, this is Abby. Oh, hi. How you doing, Abby? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Uh, why are you calling me right now? Uh, we're supposed to be recording an episode about coral reefs, like, right now. Oh, wait. Today was their recording date? Yeah. Bro, I thought I told you it was on Friday. I thought we were going to do it today. Well, I mean, I'm in the Great Barrier Reef right now in Australia doing a lot of research on all the animals we're going to do in the episode. So, is it okay if we postpone the recording date by a few days? I mean, I'm recording right now. Can you get the um, fastest flight over here? Sure, I can get the fastest flight over here, but I'm not done with my research. Have you got most of it done? Yeah, I'm almost done. I oh, all the, I, a hammerhead shark just passed next to me. A hammerhead shark? Yep. Take a picture of it. I want to see it. I'll take a picture, but can you add that animal to our episode? Because that's a good one to talk about. Got it. I would suggest talking to our scientist friend, Mr. Jones. Yeah, Mr. Jones is with me. I'll talk to him about the hammerhead shark, but I don't have time to do all the research on it. Is Got that it. Fine? Yeah, that's fine. All right, then. I'll catch the next flight out of here and get all my research with Mr. Jones, and we'll be ready to record, okay? Got it. Bye. Bye, Abby. Bye. Alright guys, I'm back. As you may or may not have noticed, this is our 30th episode. Thank you to everyone for listening to our podcast. As of November 2022, we have been listened to in 101 countries. That's crazy. To celebrate our 30th episode, this is going to be one of our most information-packed and fun episodes to date. We also have three awesome segments for you guys during the episode, so make sure to stay tuned. Also, if you guys leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we will shout you out in the next episode. So make sure to check the link in the description to give us a review on Apple Podcasts to get a shout out. Now, let's get into the episode. Before we start with the animals, Abby's going to give you some quick background information on coral reefs. Okay, coral reefs are some of the most diverse ecosystems in the world. Coral reefs are home to around 25% of all the world's marine life. Many people think coral are, act are plants, but actually coral are animals. The Great Barrier Reef of Australia is the largest coral reef system in the world and can be seen from space. That's crazy. So as you guys may have noticed, the Great Barrier Reef was the reef I was at when we were on the call. So it's the biggest one. Now our first animal is the whale shark. Whale sharks are well known for being the largest fish in the world. The largest accurately measured whale shark was... I want you guys to guess, and Abby will give us a guess. How long do you guys think the largest accurately measured whale shark was? Abby, what's your guess? Uh, maybe 35, 40 feet, something like that. The largest accurately measured whale shark was 61 feet long. But most whale sharks actually reach lengths of around 40 feet, which is still very long, but not close to the record. They are called whale sharks, but they are not whales, they are actually sharks. Even though they are so big, they eat some of the smallest 
creatures in the ocean. Plankton. Plankton are small organisms that are carried by currents and cannot swim well enough to move against them. They just drift around in the ocean. Yeah, like Abby said, plankton are just small animals and plants that just float around in the ocean. Whale sharks are known as filter feeders. They suck a lot of water into their mouths, and then as the water leaves their body through the gills, it strains out the plankton and other small animals, which the whale shark can then swallow. Many animals use this method to get food, not just the whale shark. Also, whale sharks can be found in all temperate and tropical oceans around the world, so they have the wide habitat range. Now, already, we have, this is segment one. We already have a segment for you guys. It's the mystery sound. Here is the mystery sound for today. Okay, I'll play it one more time. Here's the mystery sound. Okay, we'll give you guys a little bit of time to think about it and tell you the answer in a few minutes. So keep thinking about it. Now our next animal is the manta ray. Manta rays are the largest rays in the world. In 2008, scientists discovered that there were actually two different species of manta ray. The reef manta ray and the giant oceanic manta ray. The giant oceanic manta ray can have a wingspan of up to, aren't you guess? What do you think, how big do you think its wingspan is? Um, also you guys can guess with us. My guess is their wingspan is around 15 to 20 feet, that's my guess. Abby, what's the actual answer? The actual answer is 30 feet. That's crazy. They live in the oceans far away from land. Meanwhile, the reef manta ray is the second largest species of ray and lives along coastlines and reefs. Just like the whale shark, manta rays are filter feeders. So here's another example of an animal that's a filter feeder. They also eat plankton, krill, and other small creatures. Manta rays are also very intelligent. They have the largest brain-to-size ratio of any fish. Studies have shown that manta rays may recognize themselves in a mirror, which indicates high cognitive function. Just for some context, some other animals that have passed the mirror test are dolphins, primates, and elephants. So, the animals that pass these mirror tests are usually very, very smart. Okay guys, now we're back to the mystery sound. Here's a mystery sound for the last time. Okay, Obby, what animal made this sound? And you guys may be surprised when you hear this. The animal that made the sound was a cheetah. That's right, you might, guys may think we're tricking you, but this was a cheetah. It may sound like a bird, but it was actually a cheetah. The bones of a cheetah's voice box form a fixed structure with divided vocal cords that vibrate with in and out breathing. This structure is the same for all small cats. This prevents small cats like cheetahs from being able to roar like lions, tigers, jaguars, and leopards. So not many cats can roar. Only those four animals that I just listed can.
American Roar, Lions, Tigers, Jaguars, and Leopards. Alright guys, just like we promised, here is segment 2 of the episode, Awesome Animal Fun Facts. Now these are just random fun facts and they don't relate to coral reefs, but they're really interesting. Abby, what's the first fun fact? The first fun fact is humans share about 99% of our DNA with chimpanzees, which makes them our closest living relatives. Wow. If you guys ever go to the zoo and see a chimpanzee, just remember that they are actually our closest living relatives, so that's pretty cool. Our second fun fact is, the inland taipan is the most venomous snake in the world. A single bite from this snake contains enough venom to kill at least 100 fully grown men and can kill within 30 minutes if it's left untreated. I would not want to mess with this snake, am I right Abby? Yeah. Okay. Here is our next fact. Abby, what is it? Fleas can jump up to 200 times their height. That's equivalent to an average person jumping over 1,000 feet high. Wow. Imagine if people could jump 1,000 feet high. We could jump onto the top of buildings. That would be crazy, right, Abby? Uh-huh. Our next fact is cockroaches can survive for one to two weeks without their head. Just imagine that. Imagine a, your head being chopped off and you can still survive for a little longer. Now that's absolutely crazy. And for sure, humans couldn't survive without their head. Our next fact is... A snail can sleep for three years. Now I'm pretty sure most of you like to have a good night's sleep. But would you want to sleep for three years? Honestly, I wouldn't want to sleep for three years because I'll be missing out on a lot of stuff. But that's pretty crazy that they can't even sleep that long without even waking up. And, uh, our next fact is, dragonflies can see in all directions at the same time. Because dragonflies have different sorts of eyes that many insects have, which are compound eyes, which allow them to see in many different directions at once. And that may be why it's so hard to kill these insects like if you've ever tried to kill a fly it seems like it always escapes because they have these co compound eyes our last fact is an ostrich's eyes are bigger than its brain it actually has the largest eye of any land animal wow i did not know that ostrich's eyes are bigger than its brain and i did not know that it had the largest eye now this is the animal that i was talking about on the phone call the Great Hammerhead Shark. I actually saw one of these in Australia and I got a lot of research from my friend, Mr. Jones. So here's some of the information that he gave me. Great Hammerhead Sharks are the largest type of hammerhead shark in the world. They can reach lengths of up to 20 feet long. Hammerhead sharks are widely recognized for their odd-shaped head, which you may have seen before. It helps them improve their ability to find prey. Since their eyes are so spread apart, they have a much wider field of vision than a normal shark and other fishes. Also, they have highly specialized sensors over their wide head that help them move more thoroughly, that help them thoroughly scan the ocean for food. One group of these sensors are called ampullae of Lorenzini, which can detect electricity, which helps them find prey. Regular sharks have these too, but hammerhead sharks have more. The further apart they are in a hammerhead stretched out head, the more accurate they are at pinpointing the location of food. 
They eat many things like fish, squid, stingrays, lobsters, and eels. If you're interested in seeing the unusual head of the hammerhead shark, you can go to an aquarium. Many aquariums do have hammerhead sharks, and in fact, me and RJ have actually seen one. Right, RJ? Yeah, we did. It was really cool. We actually saw it just like a few months ago. And then I saw one right now in the ocean, so that's insane. Now, we have segment three for you guys, which is a joke. The answer to the joke will be saying, said after the next animal, like always. Joke is, how did the hammerhead shark do on his test? One more time. How did the hammerhead shark do on his test? Answer after the next animal, which is the lionfish. Lionfish are native to coral reefs in the tropical waters of the South Pacific and Indian Oceans, but are actually an invasive species in the Western Atlantic Gulf of Mexico and the Caribbean. They have the potential to harm reefs, reefs ecosystems because they are a top predator that competes for food and space. In the U.S., the lionfish population is continuing to grow and increase its range because they have no known predators and reproduce all year long. Female lionfish can lay approximately, I'll be guess, how many eggs do you think female lionfish can lay per year? You guys at home, guess two. How many eggs do you think one female lionfish can lay per year? Bobby, what's your guess? Um, 500, 1,000, 1,500. That's a pretty nice guess, but not even close. What are your guys' guesses? Because the answer is, female lionfish can lay approximately 2 million eggs per year. And this is how they're spreading super fast. Lionfish look very cool, and you guys should have to search up a picture of them. Lionfish have spines on them that do contain venom. It can cause pain, nausea, and even paralysis. But it is not deadly to humans, so don't worry. Lionfish eat basically anything that fits in their mouth, which is also another reason why they hurt ecosystems where they're invading. They are known to prey on more than 70 different marine fish and invertebrates. That's crazy. And these reasons are why they're considered an invasive species, because they harm the coral reef ecosystems where they're invading. Now, back to the joke. The joke was, how did the hammerhead shark do on his test? And Abby is here with the answer. The answer is, he nailed it. <laughs> That's a good joke, Abby. Did you come up with that? Yes. Oh, pretty creative. Now, this is the end of our episode. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And this was our 30th episode, so it's a special one. And we packed as much information as we could and had as many segments as we could. So we hope you enjoyed that. Now make sure to subscribe or follow our podcast. Leave us a review. And recommend our podcast to anyone you know. Friends, family, school, members, classroom members, classmates, anyone. Also remember to subscribe to, to re- leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Because I will shout out to people who leave us a review on Apple Podcasts in the next episode. I'll put the link in the description. Because I know all of you aren't listening on Apple Podcasts. But you can only review there. So I'll put the link in the description. Make sure to leave us a review. Other than that, me and Robbie are out. Bye. Bye.